0: When you're always on the go, you feel good. Being dressed, ready to show. Where your unique style shines. And where you feel absolutely fabulous. But where do you get such amazing finds? Why, at Prairie Gardens, of course. Many new styles you'll like at prices you'll love. With a selection that changes to keep up with your style. So dress to impress with your style anew. Only at Prairie Gardens. Extraordinary gardening, home decor, framing, and a boutique as unique as you. Well, good morning and welcome to... Prairie Gardens Plant Experts Live. I'm Tamara McDaniel here at the store at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. So come on in and join us if you can. You can also phone in at 217-356-9397. That works out to 356-WDWS. And you can text us at 217-351-5357. Our experts are standing by for your questions and they include Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Marianne. Good morning, Steve Brown. Good morning. Tamara good morning Mr. John Weisgarver good morning Tamara Hey, good morning guys so we mixed up the order <laughs> We're today. off sequence
1: I how know. about that you did a great you're a, you must be a professional
0: <laughs> well some may argue but thank you for we, that we think you are <laughs> the store looks beautiful and we are in the second Saturday and final Saturday of the spring open house and what
1: could you do today if you came to open house mr. Weisgarver Wow you could do a lot believe me. Yep, you can check out all of the gorgeous fountains
0: that you have set up throughout, first of all.
1: thousands and thousands of flowers out in the greenhouse. Absolutely. You could probably vote to win your favorite garden wish free. Oh?
2: Yep, you sure could. That's awesome. We have six different wishes, which is very cool to sign up. They're up to at least $800 in value, which is pretty cool.
0: And the different wishes, the themes are... So I think one one involves annuals. So, involves I could go over them
2: for you if you want. Well,
0: yes. that would be special. We want. Yes. That's what we want.
2: So, we have any five Japanese maples or conifers up to $199 each. So, that's that's like if you do that $200 times five, that's $1,000. Any five ceramic pots up to $199.99. Okay. An annual and perennial dream garden. Could you imagine?
0: Annuals and perennials. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can imagine that quite well, yeah. actually. Pretty yes. Cool. <laughs> uh,
2: house plant and accessory c- garden. Oh. Can you nice. think about, think about mm. it? Think about it.
1: That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, it would. As popular as houseplants are. Yeah. And since we had the largest selection of houseplants anywhere that I know of in the Midwest. And get absolutely. some nice planters, maybe, as so part of yeah, that. Pretty cool. <gasps> yeah. I suppose you could buy a plant amp and throw that in there.
0: That is you guys okay steve was showing this to me earlier today it's one of the new items that they playing have my in prayer Playing gardens. my sweet lord
1: i think yeah when, that, <laughs> when she walked in so
0: <laughs> it was so funny because then nancy comes down and zeppelin's playing and i'm like nancy you're rocking out to zeppelin <laughs> there is this uh, it's, it, it's a plant stand it's a stand that has it uh holes for where you can have two small plants in there and then in the center it is aerodynamically or audio dynamically designed so that when Steve had his phone playing music without it in there, you know, you heard it at a certain volume, but just by setting it in there, it amplified it so much.
1: It sounds so much better. It's deeper, richer. It did. You're yeah. right. And, and this thing is on sale for seven ninety seven. It's a clean, clear glass little device. That's just it the holds coolest. two plants. You could put air plants in it, small little potted plants in it be great just on a desk or a kitchen island or whatever where you wanted to have some music nearby mm-hmm. potting shed maybe best yet you
0: don't have to plug it in Yep, yeah
1: no that's kidding. true
3: and so, i was I, pretty cool
0: i was teasing steve i was like well that's great if i don't have time to sing to my plants i can you know have bob dylan do it or <laughs> he'll <they'll laughs> love it yeah. he had three dog night <laughs> that was cool too yeah, yeah. So yeah, very 70's cool. Seventies montage. Now, goal. normally though, these are like almost twenty dollars, aren't yeah,
1: they? Yeah. And pretty so cool deal. Seven ninety seven.
0: That's just today.
1: Uh, that is going to be for the next ten days or so. Oh, it was awesome. in the it's in the current ad. If you want to go to prairiegardens.com, Com, you can see some of the specials. Whether are specific open house specials just for today, or whether the specials are going to go on till oh somewhere around the. Tenth oh, or so of April. I don't remember it's the sure. exact date. That's yeah. somewhere in that ballpark. I'm kind of excited about that moisture meter, pH meter, light meter That's combo awesome. for seven ninety seven. That. Heck of a yeah. deal! So it'd be great for indoor gardening. If you uh, wanted to use it for houseplants, uh, check out the moisture. If you're especially. If you've got a new plant and you're wanting to see, hey, how often should I be watering it, and you or you just want some reinforcement to the finger touch that we always talk about doing, it's a great way to check the moisture level out and the light level. If you say, oh, is this a low light or a medium light situation, it can define that for you. And then outside, if you just want to test the pH.
3: I've never seen a, a, a meter that's three in one. That's really awesome. I'd like yeah.
1: 797. In the oh, okay. So I have I'll get it. one. Especially if you're, uh, you
2: know, blueberries and oh, rhododendrons sure. yeah, and things yeah, yeah. like that. You could Absolutely. check it out. Yep.
1: See, so tra- strap that on your tool belt, Marianne. That I
3: don't think I'd do that, but it, well it made. looks a little, a little intrusive. Copper and
1: silver. So, so lots a couple of other
2: things we have yeah. uh, for open house. So the four-pack annuals and veggies. Oh, God.
0: We've got...
3: A nice One, selection of
2: yeah. For four plants. W- for four what plants? is it? The, the annuals. 147? $1 137.
1: $1 so if, if you need some broccoli, cabbage, Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, lettuce, pansies, petunias, snaps, yep. lissom. Um, and again, would I plant some of that stuff now? Yes. Uh, maybe not petunias yet but i'd plant snaps and alyssum and hey, pansies broccoli. And, broccoli and cabbage and cauliflower and yeah, all yeah. those guys um when it got down to 23 ish a week ago yeah uh i did mulch and cover some stuff up uh but
2: yeah, i put a couple of sheets on top of my pansies and, and they, they did just fine right through it just
1: great yep they didn't care yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and it's amazing yeah. how much we started to pull some out of some of the containers. Because uh, we thought it might be easier than trying to cover them with the wind. And it's amazing how much the roots have developed in just a week. Sure, I mean, they're really starting to grow That's awesome. out. So um, they're loving it. They're thriving. So I, would, I wouldn't I would hesitate. In fact, if you have some other container gardening that you can do cool-wise, um, whether you're going to grow potatoes or onions or lettuce or spinach or any of that stuff, yep. I'd get it going. And the only reason I'm saying containers just because it's been so stinking wet. It's too wet to get in the ground, exactly. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise.
2: Yeah. I bought uh, some pansies to put in one of my containers, and it was actually too wet. So, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I said, I'll wait a couple of days. <laughs>
1: but pretty cool. It won't take much. No. But li- li- no. Literally, 24 hours later, you yeah. can just do your thing.
2: Yep. Hmm. You know, another great special that we have, a uh, coupon for $5 off proven winter perennials?
1: That's
3: worth it, so oh worth man. It.
2: yeah,
1: marianne has got some of the newest and latest and greatest pWs for this year out there, and uh, again, lots. you know Jessica was with us last week, and they have really brought out uh, so many awesome plants to the to the market over yes, the last have. 15, eighteen years, or whatever it's been.
3: And uh, if you missed seeing Jessica give her presentation, you can still access that,
0: can you
1: not? That's a good question, I don't know.
0: Would, would it not I be? be? I believe it's still at, at Prairie Gardens forward slash Proven Winners, and if you wanted to listen to the show last week, you, could, uh, you can go to the podcast. And Dave Leak was awesome, and he has that link posted there with the podcast. So it's all together. Both of those
3: presentations. I mean, when she was sitting here with us on the radio, it was a presentation. It was great. Just listening to her was great.
0: It was agreed. Yep. And I was looking at the, uh, the the images even before her presentation. When she, you know, when you sent it to me, you know, a few days early, so many beautiful pictures of yeah. so many gorgeous plants, yeah. and and it just kept going, and all of this new information, and and so yeah, just from. Browsing through the photos. Definitely. I was really looking forward to hearing her yeah, definitely talk last week.
3: You know who else I'm looking forward to is our presenta- presenter this week, um, Heather Miller. Um, yes. A, a local legend almost, an um, educator, uh, archery professional. I mean, she she's she's does it all. Photographer. But yeah. yeah, she's just. Good whatever she touches. Yeah. And she's gonna talk about curb appeal. Yes. Correct? Yeah. Well, that's what everybody's interested in. You know, we want the we want to you know, make an impression. So for I it, she will definitely be worth uh, listening to today. Okay, yeah. good.
1: And she'll be here about ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. And she'll be hanging out till she's two-ish. gonna hang out till two o'clock for oh. everybody to talk with her. Q and A. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. That's wonderful. So we're set up for that, uh Shelly and tiara are going to be doing some food sampling again today
3: can't wait smells good always (laughs) (laughs) they've got that going going on and
1: again every plant expert in the building is all here today just to answer your questions and you know it's a good time of year to get some of those questions get some direction so you can when the weather finally shakes loose Mm -hmm. you can do your thing
3: i think we're right on the edge of that i think next week's going to be lovely and then it's just going to be nice
1: wow yay (laughs) Okay. That's my decision. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to go with Marianne. <laughs> That's my edge. decision. Uh, We're so sick. So <laughs> <Marianne is laughs> ready for it. <laughs> to be oh, man. We're,
3: everybody that comes in is just like, function of the best to get in the ground and and yeah. unfortunately it's too wet that's why we do container gardening one of the reasons
0: so we can get in except for John. <laughs>
3: well, it's
2: okay. I think it's okay today. Yeah.
0: But it's also nice that you sell the starters the little plugs for broccoli and oh, yeah, all of the veggies for sure. and everything because it's still too wet even to start seeds, right? I would Again, it,
1: if it's a raised garden bed or container if it's a, if it's soil that's been out in all this moisture and rain, mm-hmm. depending on what we get today, I wouldn't be surprised if you couldn't do some of that tomorrow yeah uh, if it's if it's heavier soil that's not in a raised bed or uh, in a container it Probably still going to be too wet tomorrow. Okay. but uh, unless, you cover,
3: unless you listen to Steve Brown and covered your planting site up with a tarp. There you go. Yeah. See? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Take it off when it's sunny and windy, let it dry out, and then cover it up when you see the rain coming in.
2: That's right. Or like my neighbors just built a big new raised bed and nice. are going to fill it with uh, some nice compost material. And I bet they could probably get it in right away. Oh, that'd
3: be nice. Yeah. Nice.
0: By the way, our producer, Dave Leak, went ahead and uh, double-checked, and yes, the Proven Winners uh, slides, I guess, are uh, still available at Prairie Gardens. So com forward slash Proven Winners, and if you wanted to go to com and uh, click on multimedia, go to the podcasts, you can listen to Jessica's podcast. Uh, uh, discussion of all of the new plants from Proven Winners last week, along with the slideshow there.
1: So, John and Marianne, you spent a lot of time in the fruit tree and berry bush area. We did. Yes, we last Oh, that was—that's
3: what we were doing, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, it's—it's it's more than an orchard out there.
3: Oh my! There's a a lot of fruit trees and and bushes. We got them.
1: I mean, if you really, truly wanted the best selection, now is the time to do it. Because I think any kind of apple you could possibly want. um, There's a bunch. uh, Any kind of peach that you could possibly want.
3: That do well here.
1: That do well here. Yeah. Um, And you've got maybe just a few things that haven't arrived yet? Have the Asian pears arrived? The Asian
3: pears have not. I have one Asian pear and the others are uh, this next week.
1: Okay. So it's almost complete. Yep, almost.
3: um, I think I even got a hold of some nectarines. Which we don't usually find. Yeah, they're there. I think you have them Simmons, in actually inside the greenhouse because you were sharing off the flowers. Yeah. So yeah. I, we have a nice fruit tree selection, absolutely. So
1: raspberries, blueberries, blackberries, are you pretty much all in?
3: Almost. Again, one more order to come in. But you know what I couldn't find? I've had so many people call about this, are black raspberries. And, and I did have some ordered, but my order got canceled, so... I'm not I'm not important enough, so
2: oh <sighs> of course, I that. uh a few of my favorites we have some nice selection of grapes
3: excellent selection of grapes oh. and, and a few more to come in yet. yeah yeah okay
0: good yeah.
2: so yeah this is great you know you see it you should get it and have it ready till when you can get it into the ground
1: yeah mm-hmm. and th- th- that's what I want to start doing it's just it's yeah you know, I gotta line the driveway right you know, I never line the driveway as much as Marianne lines the driveway and has things ready to go. But I want to go pick that Honeycrisp apple and make sure I have that. I want to pick it. I want to get another Asian pear and, and get another peach. And I was
3: just going to ask you, what is it you're after t- this year? But it, you just told me. So, yeah, yeah. there you go. You guys we ready got it for a question?
0: Yeah. All right. We have a text that says, workers are digging holes for lines to go underground all over. Unfortunately, uh. they have to dig a three foot by three foot in one of my planned and planted perennial beds. They were nice enough to warn me, and it gave me a chance to take the top eight inches with plants already budding off the top and put in boxes to try to save. Should I bring them in the garage just keep them in the backyard to get sun, confused because of the cold. And it'll be another week before, wondering if it can be another week before she can put them back, he or she.
3: Well, plants is kind of a vague term.
1: So, if, if assuming they're perennials, just because you said perennial garden, mm-hmm. um, I would tend to keep them outdoors and exposed, assuming the root, roots aren't exposed. And if they want to be in boxes, but I would make sure they could drain Away, If there's any water, rainfall, that, or if she has to water them, I'd probably have mulch around the roots. Um, and then I probably wouldn't think twice about the temperatures unless it were to get down in the teens. Oh, for sure. That's not going to happen, according to Marianne. See, no, uh, it isn't. You know? So I think it's not a big deal to hold them for a week. I guess I would be most concerned about once they fill in this three-foot-by-three-foot hole mm. that it's settled well enough that it's safe to plant in that area, or I would make sure it's crowned up higher. Right. So when it does settle, maybe it settles back down to what is the proper grade.
2: Yeah, because it will settle.
0: I always forget about that, so that's good to be reminded of.
1: And if she could amend the soil deeper than that eight inches that she took off, that would be good. So adding compost material uh, down into that area. uh, Right it sounds like she's got a working relationship with them so if she wants to have them leave and not backfill quite all the way up to the top she can compact the soil a little bit mulch in or add some compost to some of that lower area so when she does plant the roots grow down and have a good base
2: that'd be a good opportunity to to get that worked in lower to do the
3: amendments absolutely
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Maybe she should just, say, hey, dig up the whole bed down three feet and she'd get <laughs> it in the compost. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> be a great way to get it done, <laughs> yeah, huh? Yeah, for sure.
3: I, I'm going to do that myself. And, and, and even I have to move a couple of rose bushes, which is kind of an iffy proposition this time of year. But I'm going to do it because I have to. But um, I, I'm not going to hesitate to leave them sitting outside on top of the ground. If I just put them on top of the ground... I'll have mulch over them. If I have a container to put them in, but, and I'm not sure I do. I just haven't looked. But either way, they're going to sit outside in a place that they'll have the same kind of environment, um, exposure to wind, rain, sunlight. So I, I I think she's just fine doing
2: it. I think Absolutely. so, too. I, I When the text or said boxes, I just immediately thought cardboard box. carpet box. box, yeah. And, uh, you know, maybe just punch a couple of holes in it just so it for some drainage, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like Steve was referring to. So, so yeah, it's amazing how if you do transplant uh, perennials or, or if you're gifted some from somebody, mm-hmm. how long that they actually will stay in those temporary spots
3: you mean like the hosta i dug up last fall and they're still sitting on top of the ground
2: <gasps> there you go and you know what and they're still alive still,
3: yes wow. <laughs> despite <laughs> me <laughs> i've i've despite and i was you. like I, I can't believe that i missed putting those back into the ground but there they sit and the buds are starting to swell already i mean i can see the eyes starting to to uh, push up so wow
2: but one thing that's amazing that they should probably do is to make sure that they're not in blazing hot sun which oh, of yeah. course we haven't had forever but, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> but when it does come uh, no out you we'll know, put it in a I sheltered i remember three area. minutes
3: yesterday <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, that's a really good uh thing to remember is putting them in blazing sun when they're not used to being in it
1: yeah so a little more sheltered somewhat shaded out of the winds yep just so it's easier to care
3: for. Okay, you know, I think a lot of a people triage. are going through that kind of thing right now. You see a lot of digging going on in the community right now. It's like, oh, you're going to dig, you dig through uti- my lawn? Yeah. Work. You're yes, going to dig I through like my that. lawn? You're going to yeah. dig through my flower bed? <laughs> shrubs are the a, a bigger issue, but um, in case those were shrubs that she was moving, um, it's, it's the same, same principle. You just have to take a, a, a larger root ball per se Mm -hmm. but again that could sit on top of the ground with mulch up around the root zone because like steve said
0: you don't want the root zones
3: to dry out okay
0: three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number or you can text us at three five one five three five seven for plant experts live at prairie gardens so you mentioned um that heather miller is going to be speaking a little later today ten o'clock and and
1: through two o'clock and then Come out and register at the open house today to win your favorite garden wish-free. John was talking about those. Most of them are worth between 800 bucks and 1000 bucks, And the chances of winning are pretty darn good because people could, could register last Saturday on open house, and they uh-huh. could register today. So it's not like they could register during the week in between. So you're not talking about
0: 5,000 people. Names uh, yeah, you're talking
1: name. about a reasonable number, so you have a good chance of winning. And how cool is it to be able to pick out your favorite from that? great list yeah so i could stand to get if i was eligible uh my choice of five conifers or japanese maples or my choice of and five it, ceramic oh. pots up to two hundred dollars each or, I, I
3: saw you looking at that isley order yesterday one of my vendors uh, from the west coast that's right it was a great final <laughs> minute. It was really yeah, that's pretty.
1: the one that i was kind of yeah, yeah that's what i thought yeah
2: well one of the gifts is uh wishes is uh Garden accessories like statuary I fountains. Yeah, statuary. You know, I mean, what a selection we have right now. Diane's oh my got gosh. the best Seventus. selection we've ever had. Ever, yeah. That's ever. Mm-hmm. that's a pretty important part of, of the landscape. It yes, can it be, is. Be uh, you know used as a focal point or or just a uh, accent. Uh, you know, you could work a whole theme around a garden around a, a certain piece. So yeah.
0: Yes, I and mean, if you pick a fountain, then you get that that. Sound of water and that whole uh, zen feeling added. So you've been walking through the store and you see that we have. I have those fountains set up everywhere? Oh, yeah! Isn't that
3: awesome? Just I love a, you're, it. you're you're standing looking at something. You hear this, this water. It's just like mm-hmm. magical. It's like, what's that? I mean, you're just compelled to go look at it.
0: And then, I, then I was I was like sad to walk away from it, but I wanted to see what else you had. And yeah. then I go to another go. little area, and you have a few more <laughs> fountains set up more. there, and yeah. you have a few more of there. And yeah. oh, it's an I excellent. love excellent selection of fountains. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. I mean, what a good
1: day to come here for open house. Yes, it walk is. through the greenhouses, walk through the store. Uh, what are you gonna do outside today?
3: Hmm, well, not you're not gonna dig in the much. ground. That's not for not sure. A whole huh? lot. <laughs> kind
1: of soggy, out there. Yes, hey, it is. Marianne brought this article in. Um, we had a caller. I believe his name was Eric, and he was. I thought he was in Missouri or Kansas. Columbia, Missouri. Columbia, Missouri. Yeah. Missouri? Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh. And he was talking about trying to change his lawn so he uh, could make a home for pollinators and mow <laughs> and mow and stuff like that. I like and that. what. Uh,
3: so Mow less. Oh, mow
1: less. Okay. So, O-W. Marianne, what you got there? It's called the bee lawn.
3: I and I'd never heard the term, but it makes perfect sense. But it it's it's an alternative to just uh, bluegrass or you know the typical American uh, grass lawn. So I think it's excellent. It's all the things that um, will do well in our environment. And he's certainly in the same kind of environment that we are. And uh, you mow them down, and they flush back up and bloom again. But it's friendly to pollinators. And it's not just bees. Pollinators aren't just bees. There's just a, a huge number of pollinators in, in our country and especially in the Midwest. We just really blessed. But um I thought it was really interesting because this this is uh the American Horticulture Society. Uh no, this is Horticulture Magazine. And it came like two days after uh Eric had called on the radio and I thought, Oh, they were listening to us, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> but it's called the Bee Lawn. B E E Lawn.
1: So if Eric was is listening and he wanted to find that, it's in horticulture. horticulture yeah, horticulture magazine. magazine. And what's the edition? March, April. March, April. Yep. So Eric, March, April edition of horticulture magazine. There's an article about the beeline, which might give you some good and now direction with for B-lon, what the I'm do. not
0: seeing a lot of grass. That's no, obviously. you're not. There's some though. You but, can see some. But so everything that has been selected though, uh, they aren't going to grow too tall. I in, hope. in this
3: particular picture, it looks like most everything is under eight inches ish. Okay. And they might get and taller than that, than that, but
1: they're they handle mowing on a regular basis and they'll reflower as a small short plant. Okay. And it's
3: mostly things that are um indigenous. So you know, it's, nice. it's gonna attract the right kind of pollinators and yeah, I thought it was really interesting. But it, it, cool. it just makes sense when you have a big property and you don't you, you want to provide something for the pollinators. It's so important to do now.
2: Yeah, I I love that. Out uh, where I live, there's a lot of homes that have been built on 5-acre properties. Oh, wow, yeah. And you don't like to see that that lawn just mowed to 3-inch height of 5 acres, you know, you yes. need a little bit of interest in it. So, I think that would be a perfect setting for that.
3: Well, in the same uh, edition of Horticulture Magazine, there were there's an article about um Alternative grasses, and mostly they were sedges, and they they really create a whole different look in your lawn. Uh, It's maybe a little bit taller, but some of them have such a graceful arch to them, and just really pretty. Different colors available. A sedge. I don't know if I know what a sedge is. It's it's a grass-like plant. Grass-like plant.
2: Okay. I learned that from Marianne a few years ago. (laughs) I would I would call it a grass. It's a grass-like plant.
1: Would you say that they're? You learned something. Huh? Always finer textured, or just mainly fine, mostly finer textured. I think
3: they're mostly finer textured. Um, they just create a look that's that just doesn't look like grass, but it's green and it has yeah. that same kind of uh, permanence to it. So I, there's just so many alternatives to, to lawn. But here I'm I'm showing uh, Tamara a picture of what sedges are. But look at the this whole lawn of nothing but a sedge, which is that it just has a kind of magical undulation to it
0: yes it just
3: yeah it it like
0: it it looks like grass it looks like really long grass so i can see why so
3: does clover if you if you stand back you know you yeah. look across it it's green <laughs> so okay a lawn a lawn is just a, it's, it's like a weed uh, everything's a perception if it's what you like and works for you it's it's a great thing well, that's so, yeah.
2: beautiful i have a little stand of uh, it's called the pennsylvania sedge yes grass yes it's like grass like yes grass like <laughs> but it's where and i don't have to mow it yeah you know perfect it's pretty cool
3: perfect
1: yeah so anything else out there that you're super excited about plant wise besides the Thousands of flowers and cool season vegetables out there and Boston ferns at 16 seven. Sixteen ninety seven. 97 Well, see. I was going
3: to say everything, but you just listed them all. So we just, <laughs> It's just so fun to go out there. It just makes you smile.
2: We do have a, 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 a small selection of, of of course, some of the tropical bloomers. Yes. We have a little bit of mandevillas and hibiscus, hibiscus. which is pretty cool. We have the duranta, which is pretty neat. Texas sage, the Texas sage on yeah. the standard. Yeah, yeah, there's
3: there's just an, an interesting selection right now, and in a couple of weeks it'll be all different. We'll have so much more in, but mm. kind of right now it's fun because every week is like, wow, where'd that come from? Yeah.
1: So if you wanted a pansy, you think we got that covered? I think it's
2: covered.
3: <laughs> I love those pansy bowls. Those are well,
2: really pretty. Well, that's the coolest part. You can just pick up that that bowl and container. And it's all ready to go. You can set it. Okay. You can actually put it in the top of one of your existing containers if you want, yep. and then uh, when you're ready to change out for the little bit warmer season, just Pick pop it, up it and out.
1: Pop it out. Enjoy it outside. If you're going to have some company over, you want to bring it on, put it on the dining table for overnight or a few hours or whatever. Oh, yeah. Just bring it inside the home and Don't have, you have you the fragrance. Can you
0: believe Easter's only two weeks away? Yes. What? Can I you know. believe it? Yeah. <laughs> My husband and I are trying to figure it out last night, and we're just, like, hurting our brains trying to, to remember no. when it is. No, not that soon. So you missed April Fool's Day then, right? <laughs> 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 oh, that's what it was.
2: No. Um, Could you believe some uh, uh, more than one person pranked me yesterday? Oh,
0: it was so funny. And... Were they good ones?
2: They were good oh, ones. Oh yeah. yeah.
3: Can you
1: share? John, John was not in tune with April 1st. I wasn't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have a niece born on April 1st, so oh. I'm a little more sensitive to yeah.
3: <laughs> so,
1: poor child. But so my my concern is the second prank. I totally understand the first prank. Okay, what were the pranks? But why did you um, fall for the second? Prank? So I could talk about it, but why did but, you fall for the second?
0: Oh, uh-uh, uh, you brought it up too late. I <laughs> you know,
1: some things can't be said on there. I just okay. never
2: thought that but, you know, when they least expect it, you'll be getting retaliation. back.
3: Retaliation. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, and you've got to plan it. That's Planning right. Planning is everything. Yep. It's just a just for, for the right moment. Right there. Yep. <laughs> Watch Very your back good. here at
1: Prairie Gardens. <laughs> That's how we roll.
0: <laughs> Too funny. Three five six nine three nine seven. by the way, is our phone number if you want to call in and join us. Or you can text us at... 3515357 for Prairie Gardens Plant Experts live. Yeah, I'm
3: sitting here looking at that that thing. The plant thing. <laughs> it's, it's just a glass tube. Oh, yeah, that. And I'm at you know when Steve showed it to me a, a couple weeks back and I thought, "Well, that's pretty hokey." But the more I sit here and look at it with plants in it, I, it's just like really cool.
0: It's very cool, Rather just just by itself. Modern space age looking. Yeah, but d- just that it can amplify the audio of your phone so much more simply by how it's uh, the just glass has been designed. Designed,
3: yeah, I, I, and with air plants in it. I, I just think that's really
0: cool. There it goes. Okay, Uh-oh. he's got It's music that. time. By yeah. itself. That's yeah. You can
3: the, hear that. That's the okay. the better. Wow!
1: That, that's in the plant tank. Wow! Brown.
3: <laughs> wow! <laughs> that that's is pretty very cool. cool.
1: Seven ninety-seven, folks. Okay. Plus, it's just cool looking, and you can I'm put two Tillandsias in it, in it, or two small little Seriously. houseplants in two-inch pots in it, or. Okay. How cool but, would it know, be to... I will do that.
2: It's it's like a wireless speaker in, yeah. for any room, which yeah. is pretty cool. Uh,
3: yeah, mm-hmm. you don't have to have Bluetooth or anything. Yeah. Nope. Or plug it in, all that stuff. Okay, so both of these items, I'm going to have to get both of them. I love that meter.
0: 7
1: 97 yeah. each, not bad. Yeah. Actually,
0: somebody's calling in a, or uh, texting in about the garden wishes. They said, uh, regarding the drawings, it's one try per contest per person, right? I always follow your rules, but... Uh, <laughs> But they wanted to make sure others do as well. And One, one uh, try per contest. One try per contest. You
1: don't get to enter six times for six different wishes. So we, we choose one winner, and we ask that everybody plays nice and submits one entry. Okay. Otherwise, those tabulators will throw you out and disqualify you.
3: Yeah. And we got
0: some serious tabulators. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> That's wonderful. That's great. And so is the odds it, are really good that yeah, somebody seriously? can win.
0: And is this something you're doing at the other stores as well? In like Bloomington? And nope. Oh, just here. Just here. Yep. Just here. Even We're special. That's good. That means it's smaller. Yeah. Smaller group of people that
1: I can do. Well, and, and whenever for. we do those prizes, <laughs> we don't. Prairie Gardens has its own. So it's never tied into the other one. So it's not watered down. It's not like some chains that say, oh, as a company in the fine print, we're doing this. It's. This store, this location. Okay. So it's a good deal.
0: And for those saying, what other stores? The other stores are Jeffrey Allen's. They just aren't called Prairie Gardens, but they're all pretty much Prairie Gardens.
1: And Shelly and Tiara are from the Bloomington Normal Jeffrey Allen's are over here doing the food sampling today. They are. Yep.
0: That's wonderful. Yep. people were flocking to that area last Saturday. I was, and they wouldn't let me taste. finally got to, yeah. (laughs) But it smelled really good. I bet it did. (laughs) So, because you see all of these beautiful foods packaged up, and you oh wonder, gosh. you're curious, and yeah, you get a little tastings. So oh, okay.
3: We have a, a great selection of, of uh, food amendments. You know the, uh, the sauces and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mixes, cream cheese mixes, that stuff, yeah. So that it looks good.
1: Yes. So, John and Marianne, if you had time to be in the garden pretend it was today or tomorrow or the next couple of days when it's close to the current weather or what you see, what would you be doing? What would you recommend customers possibly be doing?
3: It's awful wet.
1: <laughs> but, but
2: when it does get a little drier, uh, I still have a little bit of cleanup to pull some weeds and debris out of my perennial areas, yep. which is pretty essential. And then uh, I always like to start with some mulch right away because that way i can get ahead of any weeds that i don't want growing and plus aesthetically i think it's nice
1: okay
3: so I, clean I, up mulching I, I did that i think it was last weekend uh clean a little bit of cleanup because i clean up in the fall but there's always more debris oh, from absolutely. the winter yeah. and i did uh Your japanese leaves. maple pruning yes to, oh man i can't wait for them to leave out now it because it's it's really a creative thing Uh pruning Japanese maples, you can really bring out the form of the tree, which oh. is as, as probably, I was going to say 90%, but no, 50% of the tree. The leaves are the other part, the bark's the other part. But the form of the tree um, and ma- trying to make it go in the direction you want to. And, you know, it's really fun. But I did that, and I no sooner got that done. I mean, I, I was at my feet out of the garden for maybe five minutes, and my mulch guy
0: came in.
1: Perfect. <laughs> it was great. great. Like Pretty cool.
3: <laughs> wow, that's great timing. <laughs> that is great.
0: Yep. All right, here's one from the text lines. From Tom, he's only seen one, Crepe Myrtle Bush in Decatur. It blooms and it's beautiful. He wants to know if you sell them and why aren't they more popular around here. He uh, he thinks that the one that he sees is fairly protected from the winter winds. And he would like your crepe thoughts, please. Crape thoughts. Crape myrtle. Love it.
3: Mm. With it's strawberries
2: a and blueberries. Beautiful tree. Yeah. yeah. So, so they are uh, just not quite hardy enough to grow here, uh, and that's probably correct. That it's probably in a protected area where it could have a little microclimate where it would survive.
0: Actually, that's kind of exciting to know, though that. One might be able to create well. It makes me makes me think of your
3: husband, yeah, <laughs> who, who would love to have a Lagostromia. And you know, I remember uh, several years ago, a line of Lagostromia were developed to be hardy in zone five. Really? Yeah. Um, but we and we tried them, and they weren't so much. Okay. Um,
1: it's, it was the zoomy was the violet purple one. Yeah. I tried it at yeah. the time too, and it was a smaller one that was only designed to be two feet tall or something. Yeah. Um, so they're just, so if there's that one indicator, it's just a own. an exceptionally protected, happy spot for that plant, exactly. a, a microclimate where that plant exists. And that's assuming it's the same plant year after year versus a plant that somebody just replants every yeah. year in that same spot. Good point. So So even as further south as even, say, St. Louis or southern Illinois, you could start to be a little bit more reliable some years you might get zap some years you might be fine exactly again if you chose some of the ones a little bit more more durable then the further south you get there's probably varieties that you wouldn't even have a prayer of growing over winter even in southern illinois or missouri or indiana Uh, Hmm. so there's and and of course the ones that get taller that are tree-like for i mean not just forget it but the the (laughs) shrub versions if you're another 100 miles south-ish, I think you have a chance, uh, but that one indicator would be, I bet you for that one indicator, there's probably been, you know, 200 or 300 that didn't make it, at least, I was in, uh, in Alabama, the same area.
3: I was in Alabama a couple of years ago, and I, they were just everywhere, and I, I just simply could not help myself, and thank heavens, I was driving my truck, so I was able to bring some home, and, <laughs> and I have one. Really? Uh, yeah, that I've, I keep in a very large container, and I call it my Zone Seven Garage. Okay. Um, it's attached to the house, but it's not conditioned, so uh, it, it goes through cold, but it doesn't go through Zone Five cold. So it's uh, it it has a purple leaf and a fire engine red flower, just beautiful. So I just brought it out a couple of days ago, and and it's getting ready to its buds are starting to swell. So the temperatures we've had lately. That's fine. Uh, But it's the temperatures we had in January and February that it won't like. But inside that protected area. But by doing kind of the in-out game oh it's out you know if it if it is either out or in
1: or out it's i'm I'm talking a big pot it's not back and forth (laughs) so it just
3: it just stays in the garage all winter in that little garage all winter and comes out and if it's too sensitive to get through this weather then i guess i just don't need to have it but i really do love having it it's just so striking how
0: long have you been able to have it now
3: um this will be its third year so you know keep my fingers crossed yay yeah so it's possible, but you do have, you have to be willing to have... I mean, you've got to have the space, certainly, to store it for the winter because they're not typically going to live outdoors. Like, like Steve said, it's going to be a really protected area. Uh, but they, they those exist, or you can make them.
1: And it's not really a soil thing in any no. way, shape, or form. I mean, they're, they're planted in heavy clay soils. They're planted in sandy soils and growing fine. Absolutely. It's just really a temperature thing that keeps them from being wildly used here and as opposed to using them versus a hibiscus or some other tropical Mm -hmm. they have a long bloom period of time but they probably don't give you as much of an instant reward because you could buy a hibiscus Mm -hmm. in flower and have it stay in flower every day all all the way through october you know where the crepe myrtle when you buy it it's probably not going to be in flower you're gonna have to wait for it to come into flower and then you can enjoy it a lot but it's just not going to be the same flower after flower every day
3: so the answer to part of that question is no we don't sell them okay so uh, but like steve said you could probably go down to st louis or louisville or someplace just a little bit further south if you have the vehicle for it and, and bring one back i mean you could probably get one at a, a three gallon like i did i got a three gallon container and it was at the time three foot tall it must be five foot tall now so yeah it it can happen
0: Okay.
2: If you got a shed. I'm kind of if afraid. If you got a place to store it, go for it.
0: Yep. I'm wondering if my husband is listening. And if I'm going to have a shed when I arrive home. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's always a silver
3: lining. You might liner. be one
2: out of two <laughs> yeah. on that one. And then you have a road trip to look forward to to go, to go, go. find one.
0: Oh, there you go. Yeah, these yeah. gas prices. All righty then. Oh. That's all right. If it makes them happy, it's worth it. Three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number. We have just a few more minutes left of the show if you wanted to call in and ask our experts anything.
1: So back to what else you guys might be doing besides clean up and mulching. We talked about planting in raised beds or container gardens because that's about the only place that you might have a chance. Because yep. it's so stinking wet out there. Yep. Um, I... Did remove a couple things that I last Sunday afternoon that I said I was going to get rid of that I had never gotten around to. Yay! So there was a Macrophylla hydrangea that great foliage, but I just wasn't getting the flowers on it. I said, Pfft, "You're out of here." <laughs>
0: totally.
3: You've had,
1: that, you've had two or three years to do your thing. I'm not going to take a chance this year. I'm not going to waste that space.
3: I tell people that all the time. If it's not performing, give it. You know, no. give it to somebody or pitch it, put it on your compost pile or something. I don't have the space in my yard. I, I mean, I have to make the best of every inch.
1: Had some uh, a whipcord through you out of there. Whoa. It just wasn't performing as well as it should have.
3: You get a lot of wind, though, right? Yeah, it's a
1: fairly protected spot. I don't know if the drainage wasn't quite right, but it just never really did what it, I expected it to That's do. That's too bad. Um, pruning boxwoods. You talked about pruning Japanese maples. You get kind of late to do major branch pruning, but smaller f- pinky size or smaller branches i wouldn't hesitate to still go ahead and do it and open them up a little bit Uh, pruning boxwoods back you know maybe get some of that dehydration off the top layer size wise if you want to control them and of course i like to kind of prune them in in and out a little bit so you get the air circulation and the sunlight going down into the plant versus just on the shell
3: on your boxwood yeah getting in there taking out older stems
1: Uh, it's not a applicable to that if you have some panicle hydrangeas that you need to clean up it's time for those heads to come off yep. and so there's all kinds of touch-up stuff you can do absolutely and uh, do your planning
2: uh, and and if you see a plant that you want grab it and have it set
1: aside exactly so embrace beds tomorrow hoping to plant onions potatoes nice uh, spinach lettuce radish seeds carrots cool that kind of stuff Nice, going on. You already did my potatoes, didn't you? I uh,
2: know. I will
1: my be planting potatoes. your potatoes <laughs> okay. uh, uh, tomorrow. Thank and, you. And yeah, and you know, sometimes you plant them. It doesn't really matter whether you plant them now or you plant them two weeks from now. If they sprout, and all of a sudden we get some really nasty cold weather, sometimes the tops might get a little bit damaged, but they just flush back out. And so
3: it's like spring flowering bulbs that come up in. And- February, you know, they the heads will start peeking out their leaves. You know, mm-hmm. they're they're not dumb. They're gonna make it through the cold weather that's yet to come. So, yeah, I guess
0: they're used to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done anything special to them. <laughs> but it is are your daffs popping up? Your daffodils oh, opening minor up? Oh, mine
3: bloom. Yeah, it's just just like that. Just gorgeous. look at that
0: bright yellow. <laughs>
3: bright yellow.
2: Well, 65
3: mile an hour yellow.
2: Yeah, this is the yes. great time to, to I plan out now what you want, you know, to purchase this coming fall.
0: Oh, right. Yep. Like as you see what is popping up, you know, I could really use some pink tulips over there. Or...
2: Yeah.
3: And, and the things that are starting to bloom now are, are things point. that you plant in uh, early fall or mid-fall. So it's... Right. Don't expect to find them in the stores now. Uh, daffodils and tulips and that kind of thing but but, but write it keep down it yeah keep it in your mind or take pictures See a camera is a great tool in the garden take pictures of a place you want to have them or that you think you need to have them and then remember that you've got the pictures <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> or just keep putting them in a special file so you can go back and there look back at them yeah right okay it, <laughs> it, it's nice it does help quite a lot that was wonderful advice that that you've given, uh, and and I followed it, and I'm very glad that I have followed Good. It. Yeah. Photos, they do help a lot. Yeah, All do. right, so today is the last day of the spring open house here at Prairie Gardens, and you're going to be open until what time today? Six today. Okay. Six o'clock. And today is when you need to come in and register to win your garden wish for free. They have six different ones
1: to choose from. And those... Nine ninety-seven plant caddies that sold hundreds of last Saturday. We were filled back up, so we got plenty of those. The ninety-nine-cent gloves, some of the other you know specials like the dollar thirty-seven four packs of flowers and vegetables that John mentioned earlier. Yeah, five
2: dollars off perennials. Great selection. Five bucks perimals. off P.W.
1: perennials. Two bucks off the uh, coleus and the calies. I think. Just come out and walk the store animals. and They're see just, how yeah, gorgeous it is. Yeah, say all everyone. Get a breath of fresh
0: air,
2: yeah, beauty. Yes. Come and right. catch up with Heather at 10 a.m.
0: There you go. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. This has been Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens with the experts Marianne Metz, Steve Brown, and John Garber. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our producer is Dave Leake. A, a podcast of the show will be available later today at wdws.com. Have a wonderful weekend.
2: A hero who risked everything for
0: us
1: all, stood up against tyranny, protected our country, and built a legacy that should never be forgotten. And now, you have it all expertly framed to remember forever. Trust the framing experts at Prairie Gardens. That's why there's no wimpy frames here. Every custom frame is designed with you and comes with a lifetime guarantee. For the moments that matter, like your hero, trust the framing experts at Prairie Gardens extraordinary gardening, home decor, boutique, and your custom framing experts.